Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to episode 5 of Tech Tunes and Top Games with me, Shadow vs. Dre. It has been a while, hasn't it? On this week's episode, we're talking about folding phones. Are they the future or just a fad? And a Tesla losing their spark? Competitors are on the horizon. Later in the show, we've got Sean Gamble Walsh and the Plagiarists talking about their new music as well as their favourite flavour of crisps. And in top games, my goodness, there's a lot going on. Nintendo have announced their lineup for the Mario 35th anniversary. And of course, we'll be talking about the Epic Games versus Apple and Google fallout that's been happening over the last few weeks. My goodness, this is interesting. But more on that later in the show. So, folding phones. Folding phones. Do you like them? Do you hate them? I don't know. I've got a bit of a mixed feelings on them. I think they're cool, mm. but I feel like they're just going to break easily. Yeah. Anything with a with a hinge, just it doesn't. It, yeah. They're really weak. I don't see how they can make them strong enough without that compromising their utility. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I know sure that they were they were really big back in the day, before things got smart. Well, like, flip phones are different to folding phones. Kind of. Flip phones, it's not the screen that's folding. True. Yeah. Which makes it fine, but when you're folding a screen, it just leaves so much room for. Yeah. Also. To break. <laughs> folding phones are like at least a grand, if not more, <gasps> and the screens are plastic. They have to be. Oh. Yeah. Seems a bit excessive. I mean, I understand that it's fancy tech, but yeah. no, I personally I wouldn't go for one. I don't see the point. If you were to go for a folding phone, mm. would you go for a butterfly fold, so it goes from normal phone size to mini tablet size, yeah. or would you go for like a clamshell, so normal phone size to half phone size? No, butterfly. Butterfly? Yeah. That's really interesting because I'd prefer clamshell. But normal phone size is fine for me, so I don't need it to go any smaller than that. Yeah, but you could, like, hang up a phone call by closing it. I don't want to do that. Bye. I'd rather <laughs> be able to make it momentarily bigger if I'm struggling to see it or something. I guess, yeah. Yeah, there's pros and cons to both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mention it because the Galaxy Z Fold 2 um, is has been announced, and that's, mm-hmm. that's a thing. All your usual YouTube tech people have been reviewing it and whatnot, and apparently it's getting a lot better um, but I think that future phones are just a craze, just a fad. I don't think they're here future to last. Phones. Folding phones. <laughs> I think folding phones are just a, a craze. Probably. Do you yeah. want to know why? Why? So, I've seen some tech that's in the in the works that is a rolling screen. You've already got rolling screen oh, I've TVs, seen that too. Yeah. but they're they're talking for phones as well. So imagine your, your typical rectangle phone. The top left and bottom left corners stretch out, and you then like they literally just roll out. I think that makes more sense than a fold. Yeah, because we've we've got flexible screens now. That that box has been ticked, so they've been playing with kind of it rolling within itself. Yeah, when it's normal size, and then you're being able to pull it out and get it to a bigger size. I like. I think that's gonna. I mean, I, I I would still rather have just a solid screen yeah i don't think that'll ever go away likely to break it mm. but i think that's better rolling definitely yeah yeah Scrolling. like you say that that hinge is the real weak point in all these folding phones yeah. and 
Yeah, I think it's just a craze. I think it's, well, look what we can do, but it's not going to stick around forever. No, no, I mean, most no. people now aren't going to go and spend £1,200 on a folding phone that does just no. the same as a £900 phone. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, so, I, that, think, I think... I think it's cool, but I think it's like more of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look what we can do. Yeah. People did think that about uh, curved TVs, but they seem to have stuck around a bit. I also don't see the point of them. It's supposed to be more immersive. Well, if you're 30 centimetres away from it. Maybe most people are these days, aren't they? Kids these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we're going to talk about Tesla. Tesla. So, Tesla are losing money. Tesla are going right. downhill. They are. Oh, and dear. it saddens me to say because I really like Tesla. Um, I know you do. But yeah, for a few reasons. One, there's been quite a few competitors on the horizon. Yeah. Um, one of them called Lucid. Not heard of them. Um, they've, they've recently, well, someone kind of, I think on their behalf, I feel like they had something to do with it, released this video of one of their cars versus one of the high-end Tesla cars oh. in like a quarter-mile race, oh. like straight right yeah. it completely blew it out the blew park. Out, yeah. Water. Yeah. Knocked out the park, blew it out the yeah. water. And yeah, and loads <laughs> of your, your die-hard Tesla fans were like, well, this isn't scientific, it's just some random race. Who knows what model Tesla it is? Could have been really old, like, this is... So then Lucid like, right, okay, we'll do an official one. Ah. <laughs> and it's still... And it's still... Yeah. Blew it out of the water. Yeah, so that's not good, and Elon Musk will not like that, because he's very no. much uh, kind of... I don't want to say he's got a high ego, but he... I mean, if I thought my products were the best in the world and someone went, mm, no, yeah. I'd be a bit... Yeah, but he's very public too. about saying that his products are the best in the world. Like, And he, he you know, the Cybertruck, not long after he announced the Cybertruck, released this video of a Cybertruck trying to, like having a tug of war basically with this uh, Ford F-150, huh. which is currently the most um, popular pickup truck in America. Okay. Obviously that's where the Cybertruck's trying to rival. And uh, yeah, it completely just like took pulled seconds and pulled it away. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, he does these kind of stunts anyway, and now someone's done it against him. Oh dear. So he's not going to be happy about no. that. Um, so yeah, so there's a few reasons why Tesla's going downhill, but I think coronavirus is part of it because... Okay. A lot of companies are going downhill. Yeah. A lot of tech companies. Uh, in the last week, recently. Why? I don't know. Do you think tech companies yeah. will go up? Because people so are they doing did. as much. Yeah, they've been going up for quite a bit, and then in the last maybe week, they've just completely dipped. Maybe it's because, I mean, I don't want to say life is getting back to normal, but, like, things are starting mm. to go, like, people are going back to work, people are going back to school, so people aren't spending as much time on technology anymore. Yeah, maybe. Not as much as they were. So it's suddenly gone from being all anyone does to people having better things to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, these will sound like small numbers, but if you think about how big these companies are, it's actually quite a lot of money. So Apple Inc. fell 3% pre-market on Friday. Yeah, and if you think about their total... Yeah, 3%, 3 is of their total lot. is a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Amazon.com Inc. lost 1.6. Microsoft slid down 1.1. Alphabet Inc., which is Google, Google, YouTube, everything that... There's there's hundreds of companies under Alphabet, including Google and YouTube. They went down 1%. Facebook fell down 2%, and Netflix lost 2.4. Mm. I do think that is because people, like, people don't have as so much time to binge watch anymore. Cause well, and also, if you think about all these work. people <laughs> that have either lost jobs or been put on furlough with less money, and mm-hmm. they can't they afford, afford to... No. And buy like, the next iPhone or buy the, you know. This whole eat out to help out scheme in the UK means that people aren't going to be ordering as much online. 
Yeah. Like, even just the push to get back to the high street retailers, Amazon's not going to be as... Like, that's all I ordered from when I was buying stuff for the kids over lockdown. Yeah. Because it meant I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like, I'd rather go to, like, a Smith's or something yeah. because yeah. it seems like a novelty yeah. to be able to go. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. The argument on the other end is, I think we mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, that actually Teslas as cars themselves should increase in value. We mentioned it last time. So updates make them make their oh, performance better. So normally when you buy a car it slowly gets worse and worse. But with Yeah. But with uh with uh, system updates, the the cars actually perform better over time. Yeah. Uh, and also when eventually gets to the stage where people are kind of hiring out their cars to other people and stuff like that they can earn new money so yeah yeah we talked about that didn't we We did we did so uh yeah interesting little uh little move there in the tech world this next segment has been sponsored by neocomplex design imagination to image from logos and leaflets to banners and business cards we create stunning and engaging designs that captivate your target audience let our team illustrate your message in a unique and unforgettable way today Head to srmlmedia.com. So we've got Sean Gamble-Walsh and the plagiarists here on the podcast. How are you going, guys? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, not bad. Thank you, not bad. You're from my hometown, Birmingham, which is awesome. First person that I've had on, on the show from Birmingham. What's the first three digits to be postcode? B17. Um, Harborn. That's, uh, uh, where? Harborn. Oh, Harborn. Harborn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful part of the world. You bins collected every week there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Living the best life in Harborn. <laughs> you call yourself psychedelic space punk. Is, is that like a proper genre? Do or is we? that something that you... <laughs> 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 we call ourselves a lot of things okay, yeah, people yeah, yeah. humans uh, actually as you like walk along like this ball of rock yeah. there's uh, a lot of things get said and um, we take a few things and we take them put them on our page it's like yeah. psychedelic space punk well, it's, yeah. it's we, we do a lot of things. Like when we play with the band, it's it's it, it might, that would make sense, right? But when we play open mics, just the two of us, we've been called um, Day Saver Punk. Yeah, Day Saver Punk. Because <laughs> we look like we got there on the bus. But we give the impression we're, uh, we're yeah, bus people. Yeah, yeah. We should do that music video we're yeah, talking yeah. about where we go on the 11, just film ourselves on the oh, 11. The 11. Did, yeah. you know, did you know, here's a Birmingham fact, the 11 bus route oh. is the longest bus route in Europe. It's not anymore. It's not, not anymore, no. I'm afraid. No, it was. Coventry. Oh, Coventry they added, added an extra 10 miles to one of their bloody bus routes. Just, just to pip it, didn't they? They have to have something, don't they? Come on. Bloody Coventry. <laughs> they, they, the football team uses our stadium. I know. Uh, and they, they're taking over the bus routes. Oh, it's ridiculous. They want, to be, they want to be the big dog in the Midlands. They do, Coventry, don't they? Yeah. Well, not a chance. a long way to go. How's lockdown life been treating you? Oh, it's really good, man. I'm just uh, chilling. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, I've, good, I've, good, do yeah. you know what? I've, uh, my life's completely changed, man, because like, uh, I didn't do anything until so. <laughs> one else at home. Now I'm going out. 
<laughs> safe as less humans. Yeah. Like uh, the, the bass the bass player in our band, Nick, I live with him, and he uh, the first two or three weeks of lockdown decided to teach himself how to do claymation, which is uh, the, our video of human face. Human face, yeah. Job. Taught himself how to do it. That's the, and that's the kind of video that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for lockdown because that was oh, a right, okay. solid ball aching, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really so kind of just been, sweated it out and and, and really. Yeah, it's been quite awesome. Yeah, yeah. What I'm going to do is have a link to all your kind of your social media and your your YouTubes and all that in the description of this podcast. So anyone that's listening or watching, they can find it all all there. Yeah, that's it. We we hate saying, oh, come go to. You know how the internet works, man. If you like like a band, you remember the name on the internet works. Yeah. It's just whenever, it. whenever I see bands do that gig, so like just before this next song, it's www.facebook.com slash this oh, shit band name, etc. etc. Yeah. It makes me not good yeah. name for a band name. Uh, shit, uh, shit band name. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like a side project band. Yeah. Yeah. How did you come up with the name that you've got? Well, there's, uh, there's a few different stories knocking okay. about. A few, um, few different members. Which version do you want? Pick between 1 and 74. And then uh, between 1 and 74. 9. No, that's, oh, that's the second oh, one, that is. <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, Sean and I have uh, known each other a long time, worked together. Sean was the head of uh, an indie empire in Birmingham. He ran Resurrection, Anarchy, Panic, all these clubs in the mid-2000s. And I always considered Sean to be a frontman without a band. And mm. I, I started I started the band on my own, called it Sean Gamble Walsh and the Plagiarists, and uh, asked him to join. And he couldn't turn down it, couldn't turn it down. Not with the name like that, no. No, no, I'd already bought I'd already bought <laughs> I'd already bought stickers and stuff as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, when when he actually had, when we actually had the first practice, he was rubbish before. I spent all this money on promotional material now, so we've got to carry on. Yeah. For a penny and for a tenner. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and like the plagiarist, it's like, because every song has pretty much been written. You can't, it's hard to write a tune and go, oh, it sounds like, sounds like that, sounds like that. People naturally do it. And so everything, everything's been done. So really everyone's a plagiarist. Really. In life, every, like everything yeah. you do, you do because of everything that has happened leading up to this point. Like every person that you pass, every sound that you hear, every everything that you do is like, because and, of something else, so and we're, if, we're all plagiarists. Yeah, yeah. And if, you, if yeah. you've got like a role model or someone, and you sort of model your life a little bit on them, that's plagiarism. You're just stealing, of course, yeah. you know, then, but that's but that's that's just how it is. If you're going to steal that's, stuff, that's like, version number seventeen, oh, I think yeah, you yeah, gave yeah. it. Yeah. That's for number nine. Yeah, yeah well, you got, bonus, confused, you got a bonus. You got a bonus version. Bonus version. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to jump into these quick fire questions, as I say, just to kind of get to know you guys a bit more, and then we'll dive into the music after that. Um, are you ready? Sweet pots. Sure, sure. Yeah, awesome. Cats or dogs? Just, why, do, why does things have to be so absolute? You know what I mean? Why, why, why can okay. you have one? To do what? Favourite. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to eat, to walk, to, to, uh, to train. As, as a pet, as a pet, what is your favourite animal? Does it doesn't have to be cat or dog. Yeah, favourite animal. As a, oh, as I a think pet. Uh, if I had the choice, I'll we'll put a gun to my I just said, right, yeah. Dave, you're having, a, you're having a pet now. Do you want a dog yeah. or cat? I'll probably go with dog, to be fair. It's supposed okay. to be a quick fire round. Terrapin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Andy had a terrapin called uh, Morrissey. Morrissey? <laughs> yeah, him and his missus, they had two terrapins. They're both named one. She called it Morrissey. He hates Morrissey. They're now divorced. I think that was... Uh, Morrissey's who, who kept the terrapins? Part, I think that was part of... Pardon? Who kept the oh, terrapins? Our mate. Uh, well, um, oh. <laughs> after the divorce, he had to, he had to, he had to, he had to take him to. Um, these exist, by the way, a terrapin sanctuary. Okay. In, uh, where was it? It's, 
where was it? I can't remember where it was. It was just outside of Birmingham, but yeah, I went yeah. down with him to this little ter- terrapin sanctuary. <laughs> it's basically someone's pond. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. a quick fire round going yeah really quick this <laughs> quick so far how many questions have we got through yet Bourbon or was, was that the first one Bourbon or Hobnob bloody hell actually the next question is what's your favourite food curry what flavour crisps well green green flavour no 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 the thing is I've gone I uh, I, I like to order crisps by colour rather than flavour because uh, for instance so I like to go because because I got bored once and I wanted to do market research for people to see if I okay I'll do it with you I give you just a packet of crisps, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's blue and it says crisps. That's all yeah. the information you have. Yeah. What flavour? Do you, cheese you and onion. put what cheese and onion? And that, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I say I'd say cheese and onion, but some people say salt and vinegar. It's usually fifty fifty. Mm. But what I do is, if I go to a pub, I'll say I'll have uh, blue crisps, please, just to see what flavour I get. <laughs> that's quite interesting. Like the, that. the, the, the pubs more in the sticks are, the, are more random blues. Mm. I've had some weird blues. In fact, one pub had diff- three different flavours of blue. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Have you heard of a Mandela effect? Uh, vaguely, yes. Uh, well, this is linked to like crisps, isn't it? Because is it? Uh, a lot of people say that Walker's crisps, sort of vinegar, used to be blue, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and cheese and onion oh, used to be shit. green, and they swapped over. Mm. And somebody even said, I remember the advert where the footballers swap shirts, a green team and a blue team swap shirts, and that was when the crisps changed flavours. But Walker's deny it. So there's picture wow. evidence of this. this yeah, yeah, there's walkers deny it, and, but like no one can conspiracy. find. No one, well, yeah, that, yeah, that is the Mandela. Yeah. So Mandela yeah, effect. Yeah, people yeah. believe that like a certain Things thing ha- yeah, happened that hasn't. Mm. He might have. Might have. But walkers for some reason want to raise that. I want to know the psychology behind that. What was? Yeah, why did they? Yeah. Right, we've done some market research. Our crisp sales are low. We need to swap the green and blue. And I like. <laughs> I like to speak to. Yeah, can you get Gary Lineker on this podcast? He's actually on next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to me. Yeah, yeah. sweet. There you go. I'll write a list of questions. Oh, I want. Yeah, I will questions. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this very quick, quick fire. Next one. It's a really. <laughs> you do good for your first interview, man. So I just keep focused. Yeah, yeah. Just um, a recent TV show that you guys have watched. Um, TV show. Yeah, and I haven't got. Oh, I haven't got a TV. I haven't. Nah, nah. He, he watches. Um, he watches snooker on his phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Three six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Program, I suppose. Um, I was probably watched uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Best, the best TV show ever made. It's also the best Star Trek. I've watched TV programs. Did you did say the best ever. Yeah, why not? Uh, Emmerdale. Sean, uh, when Kane Dingle was a yeah, rogue. Sean, um, when, back in the day when Sean was <laughs> king of the indie scene in Birmingham, he had, yeah. all, he had all sorts of special guests come down to his club and he had Kane Dingle from Emmerdale come down because he looked a bit indie. Yeah, we got him DJing, we got him DJing <laughs> in the 63, man. He's a really good Northern Soul DJ, actually. Oh, He's right. got the hair for it. Yeah, yeah. Played a bit of a Northern Soul Motown. He kept the crowd going, man. Knows what he's uh, doing. Knows yeah, what he's doing. We had Manu from... Uh, Manny, from Manny, Stone Roses, Manny from yeah. Stone Roses, Slash Bombs being there. Yeah. The Pigeon Detectives, <sighs> Pigeon Detectives came down. Well, they, they they were on tour and they came, came down to Resurrection afterwards, and uh, we got them so ketted uh, <laughs> to cancel the next day's gig in HMV. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! And that happened with the Sunshine Underground as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. But these indie bands <laughs> just make it big Don't when they're come young. Back they come to Birmingham, they get ketted, and then <laughs> and, and where are they now? These bands, exactly. Wow. Where okay. are they? they before we were the before we were the best rock and roll band ever. They were being out rock and rolled by us. 
That's it. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to watch out. <laughs> a penguin. A penguin, yes, please. Joins in to this conversation wearing a sombrero. What does it say? The sombrero. They usually don't come with text, really. It depends if you've got it from holiday resorts. Or what does the penguin say? Well, thing is, I used to know someone who looked like a penguin. <laughs> he used to be a bouncer at uh, a night at Dunkle Panic. Uh, everyone called him Penguin Ops. Yeah. But he, he played up to it. He wore the coat, man. The coat yeah. was oh, perfect. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If someone's going to say you look like a celebrity, you've got to either got to like embrace it, I suppose. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, the, so the guy who was the bar manager at Subway City, he used to look like um, the David David Tennant. He looked like David Tennant. Especially at the yeah. time, it was Doctor Who. And Doctor he was, Who, yeah, yeah. Got the big, yeah, the big coat, the cons. Uh, and a couple of years later, actually, actually a couple of years ago, I, saw, I was in a Star Trek convention. I bumped into him and he was all... Doctor Who'd up, man. He's just embraced it. Living yeah. his best he, life, yeah. Gets him late. Gets him late. What do you think the penguin would say? Like, well, I... well, if, yeah. it walked, if, if it could speak English, yeah. or... why am I in the living room? Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wrong podcast. I wandered out the zoo. <laughs> the stuff weren't there for some reason, and now I'm here. Um, yeah. But I mean, we are around the corner from the Birmingham Nature Reserve. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes, we're, we're in sunny Sturchley right now. Where, where oh, are you yes. coming from right now? Right now, I'm in Wakefield, up in Yorkshire. Wakefield? Yeah. What's, what's Yorkshire, the, oh, yeah. I know. What's, what's the postcode there? WF5. WF. It's weird, isn't it? Like, Yorkshire, I, I, famous I've got for sweet, I, I like postcodes. T and Shed 7. Some postcodes make sense, some some don't. Like, uh, London is W. W. I know. I recently watched a video on the absolute mayhem that is the London postcodes. Oh, was it, uh, was it Jay Sherman? I think it was, yeah. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does some good videos. He does yeah. one about um, the city of London, which is uh, cool. Actually, all of his videos are fascinating. Someone needs to do a secret burn again. Maybe that's us. Yeah. Maybe we'll do. You on, our, on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got one left. Do you have a party trick or useless talent that you could show us? Uh, yeah, the, the band. Show you. <laughs> <laughs> useless talent. <laughs> this, is what we're, this is what we're here, man. This is... <laughs> Um, we could do that thing with your hand, isn't it? No, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. It's a good way to uh, open open uh, your flirtatious account with a girl. Like, it's go up to in the smoking area. Do you want to do a pack of cake? I love it. <laughs> not nowadays, though. Not, yeah, not, not well, remember, sm- remember smoking areas. Remember those places. Remember pubs. Yeah. Remember going out. Remember meeting. Remember the days, man. It's all over. It's all good. Um, So we're going to get slightly more on topic now, if we can, and uh, talk about talk about the um, the band and things like that. Uh, But before that, what's the uh, the backstory? How did you come together, and and how did it start? Oh, well, uh, well, we told you version uh, nine. uh, nine, So we started off the two of us. So we started off the two of us. We just we me and Dave used to love a sesh. Um, I used to run club nights. <laughs> I used to run club nights and we just fucking party animals, man. So yeah. we ended up sitting around, uh, you know, sniffing with your mates we're, we're, in some early hours of the morning. And we, we thought, let's do well, we, something with this time, like, man, like sitting around. Sean and I... started making some sounds. So I started Sean, writing some things down. Yeah, yeah. Dave mm-hmm. started making some sounds. Uh, a few mates started getting involved over the course of time, and the well, next well, thing well, you know, well, you've well, got we, the greatest rock and roll band we, uh, on the planet, man. And there we have it. The legend was born. Sean and I are apex seshers, you see. Like everyone we seshed with, just they eventually will, will, will disappear. But me and Sean 
still there. We're awake all week, so we thought we might as well do something about yeah, time, yeah. make some tunes. And then we and then we handpicked the rest of the band, uh, except for the drummer who was there accidentally, but turned out to oh. be a, a great a great free transfer. Because uh, our guitar player Tubes, who's been described as better than Hendrix by someone who, uh-huh. but I mean he's wicked. Yeah. You know, he doesn't think he's better than Hendrix. I reckon he is. Cause, but anyway, so we cherry picked Tubes from another band called Silver Shores. Uh, Sean included Tubes in one of the lyrics, so he's like, "Oh, you got to join now." <laughs> and then uh, the drummer, the drummer in the band is the guitar player from Tubes' other band, who just happened. Okay. He happened to be when we turned up at the lockups to have a jam with Tubes. Matt just happened to be there, just five minutes, just having a fuck about on the drums. But that's when we walked in, and then we're like, "Do you want to play drums?" He's like, yeah, okay. So then you have to learn to play drums very, very quickly. But nailed it, man. But nailed it very well. Yeah. And, then, uh, and Nick is the blue sack that holds the old of, uh, operation uh, together. I've, I've known Nick the bass player for years. I said, do you want to be in the band? Uh, you can use my bass. He was like, yeah, the bass is brilliant. So so I got him in with the band with that. And then we've just started and a sax player. There I heard, yeah. So your latest track's got sax in it, hasn't it? He's he's the Wensbury Swan. He's he's a story in himself. Okay, but he's he's, he's the he's the best Swan playing sax player from Wensbury I've ever seen or heard. So. Perfect, perfect. We're going to be playing your track "Human Face" if that's cool with you guys June? on the podcast. That's a tune, man. Yeah, it it is look, a tune. Luckily, Dre, they're all Go tunes. So they are all yeah, tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to it? Have you listened to the EP? Yeah, I've listened to the EP. Yes. Have you got have you got a favorite a favorite track of of your own? Uh, changes each day. Oh, I think, think, especially with Sean and I, because whenever I listen to some of the tunes, it takes us back to when we made them. So some of the older tunes, like we really remind us of when we lived in Sturchley and whatever. So because yeah, yeah, we, we've lived in a couple of different houses, so mm. couple, so they've got different errors, and they so they just remind me of certain times. Different, but I think different drugs that uh, we're on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, different goals This this quadruple A side, I think. Uh, Full time scores is just uh, that's an epic, so good. In cahoots, you know, in cahoots is my finest achievement as a musician. Musician. Wow, there you go. That's uh, that's that's on uh, on the broth, which was before this one. And there's a video of that on YouTube, which is uh, it's got clocks in it. The tune is very much about clocks. Now, I mean, another tune that samples clocks in it. So, what, what do you do, Jay? You, you, you're a drum and bass producer, yeah? So I'm a producer and stuff. DJ. Yeah, um, oh, I've yeah. been doing kind of just to to make extra cash a lot of weddings and things like that. But I try and uh, keep my head in the in the drum and bass scene as much as I can. Yeah. What do you do at the weddings? Not drum and bass, unfortunately. Uh, it's mainly uh, it's mainly eighties, nineties stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's all right. It 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 tops up the the, the bills. What's your uh, favorite nineties tune? Nineties tune. Yeah, yeah. I know it's hard. The first album I ever bought when I was tiny, tiny was S Club 7. Ah, yeah, which one? Oh, yeah, it's a good album. I'm assuming it was like the greatest hits or something. I don't even remember. I was so small. But it that that was like the start. Oh, that's, 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 that's the best one. Yeah, the greatest <laughs> hits. It's the greatest one. It's got, it's got all the, it's got hits on it. Not the shittest yeah, yeah. hits. That one's, no. uh, that didn't sell The average all. hits. Did you get that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I got the, uh, yeah. So I'd say probably something from that just because of the the... The throwback. I was going to say Spice Girls wannabe. Spice, wannabe yeah. is a massive tune in it. It's a, Slam it's your a, body down and wind it all around. Slam your body down and wind it. Lyrical around. genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whichever would, whichever one of them wrote. It's probably it's didn't. It's probably plagiarism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everyone's doing it. Even Led Zeppelin robbed. They're all okay. Yeah. It. Yeah. Go they on, they what, robbed what, all their what, stuff. Just all of it, like uh, st- well, pretty much. Stairway is uh, is robbed, but they because they were in court about it, and um, 
Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page talks about it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I robbed, I robbed all these bits. Because he said something like, uh, he, he was quite pro-plagiarism. He's, there's a couple of uh, quotes from him saying the best sort of creativity is plagiarism or something like that. I don't know. Something to justify stealing off people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making it, it sound good. <laughs> but yeah, Jim, yeah, yeah. He can do what he likes. He's, uh, he knows what he's doing. He's done all right for himself. In his own words, I was an accomplished musician by the age of 17. So mm-hmm. there you go. So we're going to play Human Face on the podcast. Um, if you'd Shoot. like to, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to tell us a bit about that track, uh, about the local content, and then at the end uh, introduce the song to us. Well, this is a song about an alien girlfriend, um, which I acquired while on acid mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. She's come and gone. The video tells the story Yeah, I don't want to give too much away (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I must say to those that are listening instead of watching this podcast do go and watch the video as well because it's it's really well produced So yeah Yeah, Um, yeah, that was a stop motion one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Uh, So if you'd like to introduce it for us uh, Coming up next on Jay's podcast is Human Face by Sean Gamble and the Plagiarist Perfect She came out of nowhere, as if from outer space. I'm guessing on an asteroid that had crashed into this place. Wherever she was from, she disguised it well with a human face. I suppose that in hindsight, this was quite the curious case. Looking back now, I should have seen the signs. But I just laughed off a human being requests at mealtimes. I've never seen anyone cry so much as when we watched DT. Her saucer-like eyes welled up, she wrapped her elongated limbs around me. She was a paranoid schizophrenic, socially anxious, didn't like being seen. She only came out at night, fancy dress parties, or for Halloween. So on the 31st of October, we stepped out, her three fingers in my hand. I was just as nervous as her, because I had a proposal plan. I hit the ring of the Space Raiders, the sun had set, and the mood was right. And all of a sudden, there flashed the brightest of bright lights. Her mission was aborted, she vanished without a trace. She went back to the little green men dressed in black and it left a bad taste. Now when I hear on the news about NASA's latest exploration, my heart skips a beat, I wait with bated breath and anticipation. But then the news filters back about no signs of life. If only they knew all about my potential alien wife.
when I hear on the news about NASA's latest exploration, my heart skips a beat away with baited breath and anticipation. But then the news filters back about no signs of life. If only they knew all about my potential alien wife. I'm not even sure how you guys are going to answer this, but what inspires you to write the songs that you do? Because they're quite out there. Um, drugs play a huge part. Yeah. Um, uh, life. Just like milling about humans, man. Yeah, it's, it's like, you Fucking know... humans. <laughs> Emily Have you seen the humans knocking about? Not so many recently, but uh, there's a few. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry yeah, about I, the humans. Yeah, you, you know my usual thing <laughs> when I say to people, oh, you can't move for humans knocking about. And they're like, oh, yeah. well, yes, that's like sugar, isn't it? Yeah. But that doesn't work at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, things happen. With any art, anything you create, be it music or whatever, it's, like, it's not just... The other artists of that, you know, I mean, it's not just musicians. We're, we're influenced by fucking uh, Stuart Lee, by uh, by nineties WWF wrestling. You know what I mean? Uh, loads of things add up uh, ingredients to the pie of what we yeah pineapples. Yeah, pineapples oh, are in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they are. You, you, it's, your it's logo, a isn't big it? It's broth. Uh, it's a yeah. yeah. Like it's a big like. melting pot of yeah. There's a lot of things. Everything. And everything we've experienced. Then everything. everything. And everything we haven't experienced, we wish to experience. Yeah, you know yeah, what it is. Yeah. I mean, you do make your own tunes. You yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. I think what what I'm kind of picking up from you guys is that like your music is just a projection of yourselves, and so it's not other art. Well, it is other artists, right. but it's also right. that's brilliant. That's it's, it is. It's yeah. just life experiences that are then being passed on through the medium of sound. That's it, man. That's what yeah. should be all about, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe that's what we, we should have said. It, <laughs> it is basically what I'm saying. So, because we're in our thirties, we're mid thirties. Yeah. We've been we've been around a little bit, so we're a bit more. We've seen we've seen the boring bands because it's like we know we know what we know. Doing. It's like we we've, we've worked in the in in the biz, the you know. Industry, our, yeah. uh, since the age of seventeen, I've I've been involved with gigs. Either doing the sound, doing the door, putting the gigs on. Beyond mm. that, I've done I've done all the things. I've seen hundreds and thousands of bands up and down the country. And 98% of them is boring in it and do all the same things. It's not necessarily their fault, but it it's just like... It makes it quite hard for... No, it, no, it makes it easy. good and you come along because you try to get your music out there. No one listens to it because they assume that you're shit. Yeah, yeah. And, when, and when you finally get someone you know to listen to the, the CD, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's actually quite good. But I understand why they think it won't be. Just, yeah, is that um, assumption that uh, it's just another band? Yeah, yeah. like so, we try to do things that I haven't seen before. So for mm-hmm. like when when we do open mics, so in fact, because open mic, Sean, uh, I've been in bands since I was seventeen, and so the rest of the, the band members. Yeah. But Sean's never performed; he's never been in a band before. So when we started, and I'd I'd never just play; I'd never been the solo musician in a band before. So when we started, it was just we we went off and did open mics just to get that. Just to get, just to get him, you know, more live experiences, just to mm-hmm. have it. And everyone at open mic, I like open mics. It's kind of like the youth, the, the the sort of the youth league, isn't it? You know, when you, when you, you learn how to perform at open, yeah, because no one's really listening, and everyone's it's just karaoke. Everyone's looking at the floor, but like, and then we turn up and shout, "Ah, you're gonna boo us! We don't want any cheer! You're gonna boo us!" We play our own songs and we, we laugh and ah, and they, they remember it because it's because it's just to like sort of fun. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. The open mics is, is, is good. It's good that everyone else is shit because of you. Although, is, was it cheating? It's <laughs> like getting a professional singer to do karaoke. Is, is that is that cheating? That's kind of cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's quite a quite a clever kind of position you put yourselves in in a way. 
Well, thanks, Dre. We we mm. like to think so. <laughs> we like to think we give off this we'll air of madness, <laughs> but we, we we are a bit mad. But we do sort of know what we're doing, or we think we know what we're doing. We look mm. we look like we know what we're doing. The right I amount think. of just just the right amount of yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> we've got an we've got a, we've got an idea, an idea of what we're doing. We just do what we want. Yeah. Yeah, that's what seem people seem to like, and it? it's just like because a lot of our target audience is, and we do podcasts, right? And I, I said this on the podcast. Uh, a lot of our demographic is sort of sort of men in the just after thirty. They've got they used to be sessioners and ravers. Now they've got a family, and they like they like our content because it reminds them of what they used to do. Yeah, and I said something like, "Oh, we've got these people, and they have to listen to this on the sh- while having a shit because it's the only time they get away from the family." Within twenty minutes of it being up- uploaded. We got a text saying I was literally on the toilet listening to that while my kids were running around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think people see us play and they think, oh, anything's possible. Yeah, These yeah. guys are up on that stage playing with like Johnny Marr and the Coral. And, uh, yeah, and that. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, I was walking walking through Mosley the other day. Just just a regular. It was just not in the centre of Mosley, but just up the road. Just walk, yeah. walking walking up. And he's a walk past me. And he goes, "You got a fag?" And I did. I was like, "No, I ain't got a fag." So I found his walk past, and he goes, "Oh, you do? Do you? Uh, you're a band. You you play at the Perry Bar gig with Johnny Mara and that." I was like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, because it's always him that gets stopped. It's never yeah. me. Which which is fine. I don't mind. I was like, on one hand, I was like, "Oh man, you." You remembered me from that gig, but I did have fags in it, so I had a decision to make. I was like, <laughs> "Do, you do give I give this fag? guy a fag because you know he's, he seems cool, yeah. but I look like a liar?" Then, yeah. So I just took the adulation, <laughs> didn't give him a fag, and walked off, and uh, you know, told people about it. So if he's hopefully, listening to this now, he sees this, if he's yeah. listening to this now, <laughs> I did have a fag for you, but I, but oh. in your eyes, mate, I'm a rock star. I can't be giving you. <laughs> no, yeah. you couldn't if somehow you could pick absolutely anyone dead or alive to do a, a collaboration with or, or perform live with who would you pick uh bill hicks we get bill hicks to come out and do the uh speech we got Anne Hegarty. We we worked with Anne Hegarty. We got Anne Hegarty oh, right, on yeah. board. Um, oh. She's on the first. She's on the first album. Uh, there's, there's a week of a Beatles song. Yeah, one. she's at the end of the track one. Um, I'll tell you the story about we got Anne Hegarty managed. Like, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, we made this tune. We're high as fuck, sitting around going, oh, "You know what we need? We need like a, a judge at the end of this track doing a, doing a little thing." And uh, blah, blah, blah. So who can we get? at the time we were living with a couple and couples love watching that shit because they mm. don't want to because it gets some more from talking to each other so we're watching a lot of the shows <laughs> and I was like Anne Hegarty man we need someone like Anne Hegarty how do we get Anne Hegarty well, I don't know I just tweet her in it so I've got, I've got a formula because I've tried this a lot tweeting people now yeah. if they've got under 10,000 followers and don't have an official blue tick they'll be they'll be up for it Anything other than that, they'd probably be a bit more dubious. I think we got her just the right time. Because uh, I, 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 I think I was the first person ever reached out to her to do anything. Oh, right. But the thing is with Anne Hegarty, it really annoys me because I definitely could have slept with her because she was like, oh, do you want to come up to the hotel and record this? Set? And I, was just, I just started seeing someone. I was like, oh, no, I'll just do it in the car. And, it. and I drove off. I was like, man, she was, wanted to bang me, didn't she? And I was upset about it. So I've got an almost bang, bang Dan Hegarty story. Yeah, which like really it. pissed me off. But yeah. but we got we got her on the album. Not bothered, is, though. Not, <laughs> not bothered. No, not, no. But, yeah. uh, and also, yeah, isn't it because because uh, after that, after the success of that, I tried to see who else we could tweet, which is how I know about this ratio. Yeah. You know, uh, so we were doing a gig once. It was the last. It was it was the week of the last episode of Peep Show. So we tweeted Matt 
King, who plays Superhands. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're doing this gig. Do you want to come down and like, sort of DJ, but or just be Superhands? I was a bit vague. I was like, mm-hmm. do you want to just come down, just look like Superhands, do a bit of DJ, mill about, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, oh, so I, I was talking to him. He was like, you know what, can you just, do you, can you just talk to my agent? I was like, can I not? Because I know agents like to get there. The agent was like, so what do you want him to do? I was like, I oh, know, just do this or that. He's like, all right, I'm uh, two grand, two grand in a hotel. I was like, the gig's four days away. And uh, <laughs> got two grand. But then, so we didn't do that. But then, but then the year after at Glastonbury, Matt King, a.k.a. Superhands, was doing DJ sets and getting write-ups about how he was the best DJ at Glastonbury. And that's down to us, that is. And that is, you can say, a lot of stories when people say stuff like that, it's like, oh, no, ridiculous that is but I definitely put the idea in his head I got pissed one night and sent him a message on Facebook and all it said and in his in his world this is out of context he doesn't remember me I just sent him a message going you're welcome <laughs> he probably read that what is this messaging me at five in the morning just saying you're welcome <laughs> but I know what I meant I'd love to do a collaboration with Papa Shango or, or Virgil or Doink. Doink's dead. Doink's dead. Doink's yeah, dead. Well, you, we uh, think, dead or he alive, can be dead, yeah. can't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. 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 Ronnie O'Sullivan would be good. He can uh, be dead. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah, Stuart Lee. Stuart Lee. Stuart Lee, yeah, yeah. Bill Hicks, definitely. There's a lot of humans, isn't there? There's a few of them are all right as well. There are more now than there were before. That's true, yeah, yeah. We could do some sort of psychedelic punk poetry jam. Like in the style of Live Aid, so you get John Cooper Clark, bit of Bill Hicks, and all the other poets, whoever, whoever they are, I'm sure they yeah. exist. There, there are some uh, others, yeah. Who's a famous poet? Who's the Tennyson? He did a poem, didn't he? Charged yeah. a lot of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> poets ruin poetry. Uh, cool. it's like feminists ruin feminism, etc. Et <laughs> Big words. <laughs> 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 um, so, what do you guys do outside of, of your music and your, and your sessions? Outside of music and the sessions. Yeah. Well, we, um, is there a life outside of music and sessions? <laughs> well, that is the life, isn't it? We, yeah. we, we've got we've got a um, we've got a promotional propaganda arm called We Want Less, which is uh, we we do We Want Less TV on YouTube. We do We Want Less podcasts. We've done We Want Less club nights. We do We Want Less open mics. It's like it's like Krusty from The Simpsons. We've got, we've yeah. got, I've got a keyring somewhere. We've got a We Want Less keyring. Yeah, we've got We Want Less stickers. We've got we've got We Want, we less, want less. We Want Less. We Want, we want, less. want less. Ironically, because that because that, 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 that all goes in with the whole anti-band, getting people to boo NX. People say we want more, but the most hated band, and then uh, so we want less. But the the irony is, the more we say we want less, the more content we produce. It's kind of a little joke. We sneak it to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. ah, you want there. You really are kind of like playing with people, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Humans are there to be played with, aren't yeah. they? I mean, just like, <laughs> I mean, it's all playful. It's all a game, isn't it? No, it's, a bit it's, of fun. It's, good, it's good to, it's good to do, it's fun. good to do live psychological experiments with, with humans. Right? And smoking air is like the crisp question, you know what I mean? Just yeah. asking yeah. ridiculous things and just see, see what you get. And it, so, you know, in life, um, sometimes you, you might ask someone for a lighter and they go, oh, I'll charge you for it. But, and like, but I never know what to say. So sometimes I say, when people ask me for a lighter, I say, oh, yeah, I'll charge you for it. Just to see what they say. Just yeah. so I can repeat that yeah. to the people who say it to me. No, that's, that's, that's what, humaning, you know, you just got to human your way around places. Yeah. Yeah. Humans, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody humans. Uh, can I ask you a question? Of course you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many perfitter rolls do you reckon you can fit in your shoe without crushing any? Which shoe? The one I'm wearing right now? Yeah, but it wouldn't be on, on your on. foot. So. On, the left, on, the on, left or on. the right. Because this is what I was wearing, so. 
I can stack. You know what? It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, dude, if you went to some sort of hipster restaurant in London in where they put loads <laughs> that's of... And they are the big shrines or the Ferrero Rocher's have served on them. Is that the flip or the flop? That This one's the flip. Yeah, the flip's on the left. Flop flip. The flop flip. Yeah. Good 70, I'd say. If you stack them right. 70, yeah. 70 something. 70, 70, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 70 I'll, 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 I'm going to get a load of perfect rolls. What size, what size foot's that? That is a... Uh, context. 8. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what. You don't want to know how big a perfect rolls. I like you. It's the beginning of the year. What we'll do, we'll get you on one of our things and we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assume, at some, point, we'll it, we'll I assume at some point in the world, the humans will be able to, you know, yeah. beat up and stuff. We'll call it dry day. I like it, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. We'll, I'm actually your, really up for that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm in Birmingham a lot. Obviously, all my family's there, so uh, we'll, we'll sort that out. Oh, right, yeah, sweet, yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. Cool, yeah, we'll fucking, we'll have awesome it stuff. On that note, it's been a pleasure, guys. Um, thank you for, for joining me. If you want to no quickly, no, you know, plug yourself or whatever you want to do, do your last bit. We're brilliant. Yeah. And there we are. What he said. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, guys. I'll uh, catch you on the flip. Yeah, yeah safe, man. Cheers. Sound. Take it easy, yeah? See you later. I'm starting a new feature uh, for every week now. Uh, we're going to go over the top five songs in the charts and then I'm going to leave you a secret link to something completely different down in the description Um, just so people can keep up to date with what's going on Okay. you may absolutely hate all these people you may like them but this is what's trending right now we never heard them so you've got WAP Kaidi B featuring Megan the Stallion that was on the radio earlier actually as we were coming back from that yeah Head and Heart by Joel Corey featuring MNEK we've got Lighter by Nathan Dorr featuring KSI as in the YouTuber yeah. yeah 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 I love um, Get Hyper. It's really old now, but KSI is... Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, uh, number four is Mood by 24 Karat Golden featuring Ian Dior. 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 And number five is Ain't It Different by Heady One, AJ Tracy and Stormzy. I love Stormzy. We like Stormzy. He's a good guy. If you're listening, Stormzy, drop by. We'll have a, we'll have a <laughs> sesh. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the top five right now on Monday, the 7th of September. But if you want to listen to something completely different, there's a secret link down in the description of the podcast. So check that out. That segment was sponsored by Neocomplex Design. Imagination to image. See srmlmedia.com. Right, so much has happened in the game world since our last podcast, um, so we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Uh, let's start with what I'm most excited about, which was the Mario Nintendo Direct that happened uh, over the weekend or last week, I can't remember. Um, 
Yeah, they announced so many different things. Um, I'll quickly run through them with you and mm-hmm. see what, you, what your impressions are. Okay. So, the one that I'm most excited for, and I've already pre-ordered, which is um, <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, yes. So, this I think is... I my dad would be happy about that. Yeah, so this is, as, a, as you may be able to see if I find the right bit. Is that the old games that have been remade? Yeah, so there was quite a lot of... Um, Anticipation for this. And speculation, yes. Um, I was kind of hoping that they'd have four games, not three. But they've got three. It's all right. We can live it with that. It works with 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So as you see on screen there, there's Super Mario 64, which is the first Mario game that I played. Growing, that Aww. was like my grown-up Mario. That's, yeah. Uh, Mario Sunshine, which is on the... I'm looking forward to that one, because you've said that's one of your favourites. Sunshine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's... A lot of like hardcore Sunshine fans, like that, like that's their Mario. Like loads of people. What's so good about it? Uh, not that I'm saying that it's not. I'm just wondering what. I think it's the thir- It's the first 3D Mario that looked amazing and had a lot going on. Okay. So Super Mario 64, it was amazing because it was the first. Well, it's one of the first properly 3D games. Period. But it was the first 3D Mario game, and when they. Uh, were kind of announcing the game before it came out. They were like, oh, it's going to have 35, maybe even 40 levels. This is going to be amazing. Ended up having 15, um, which was still great. Uh, and the soundtracks are great and everything. But yeah, Sunshine's just everything Mario 64 does right on a better console. Well, no, not better console. Higher spec console. What was the consoles? Um, so Mario 64 is on the Nintendo 64. Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, and then Mario Galaxy is the third uh, 3D Mario game in this all-star collection, and that was the first Mario game on the Wii. Uh, A lot of people were hoping that Mario Galaxy 2 would be included as well, um, but maybe they're saving that for later, I don't know, who knows. Um, So yeah, Mario 64, you're in Peach's castle, you're trying to save Peach, it's pretty simple, you go through the different worlds, you have to jump through paintings to get through to the different worlds. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's something that that they... uh, kind of did a callback to in Mario Odyssey as well mm. um, and yeah with a lot of them there's um, maybe five or six kind of missions per world yeah. so you, you, you're going in the same 15 worlds but doing loads of different missions Yeah. Uh, with Mario Sunshine it's uh, it's a lot bigger you really feel like you're part of a, a world if you know what I mean Yeah. Um, not quite in in Odyssey's Odyssey. level, yeah, but uh, you're exploring this kind of um, tropical island, and you, Aww, you go cute. to kind of like smaller islands that are around, and there's a there's a new bad guy that's never been introduced. It's really really good. You're you're really like oh, that I'm one. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and very 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 early on in the game, you get accompanied with that guy who's on his back. His name's Flood, and uh, he shoots water, and you have to like <laughs> kind of clean up the mess that this bad guy's left behind, and you you know. Oh, I like that. That's it's really cool. good. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, nice. but it's it's a really I I love it, and it reminds me of uh, Grumpy. Ah. Uh, yeah, we we played that one a lot. Grumpy and I. It's really good. And then Mario Galaxy. I don't know if you've played that before. I feel on the Wii. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe not. Um, Mario Galaxy soundtrack is amazing. It's the first three um, D Mario that had like a full orchestral. I, um, I love the Mario soundtrack. Soundtrack, I think yeah. They do. Odyssey soundtrack was beautiful. Yeah, well, that's orchestral as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the Zelda's is my favourite. Oh yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, with Mario Galaxy, as you can kind of imagine, you're going around loads of different planets and planetoids, and you like gravity. Yeah, and gravity is like a really interesting aspect in it, and it's it's great. It's a really good game. It's oh, really good. I'm it's really the excited. first, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first game that Rosalina appeared as a character as well. She's the one with the star above her head. Yes. Oh, I like her. Yeah, and she's uh, since stuck around in Mario Karts and yeah, future games. Yeah, played so. as her. Yeah. I, like, I look like her a bit. <laughs> yeah, so they announced that. That's the one that I'm most excited for. They've also announced something called Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Oh. Where? Is that a racing thing? It's Mario Kart, yeah. But instead of uh, on TV, it's in your living room. Is it like VR? It's uh, AR. AR. Yeah. yeah. So you, get, you can oh. either pick Mario or Luigi as your little race kart. Comes with a camera on the back. On your Switch, you're watching this first person view as if you're literally Mario driving the car and he comes with like I think three or four of these um, archways are they like proper cars? yeah genuine oh. remote I control maybe, cars I thought maybe it was like a thing where you can see it on the screen no no the cars are real um, what you can see on the screen so though nice. is all the AR um, other races and like the coins and in the coins in the, in the the items <gasps> so obviously when, so you, when you throw an item you can play two player if you've got two remote control cars but when you throw an item like the car will stop for a few seconds then it'll carry you see, on I like this I feel like Nintendo are trying to bring games away from screens a bit more yeah and like they're trying to bring them into real life like with that thing that we saw the other time yeah what was it that the one that they combined with Lego yeah 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 it's like bringing games into real life and making yeah. them not so that you're just absorbed by a screen yeah so as you just saw in that video clip I showed you you can kind of create your route to start with yeah once that's set then you, you race on it and uh, yeah you can either that's you can so either expensive. pick a oh yeah 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 so it's not something we'll be getting uh, no um, unless Hudson asks really nicely uh, <laughs> I don't think we have the oh, sorry. No. I don't think we have the space no no and also people are wondering is it going to work on carpet or do I have to move house like what's going on with that ah, this is why you need hardwood flooring with a rug oh yes just get up the rug. Get up the rug. So that's really interesting. Um, We've got a lot of things swept under it. <laughs> yes, true. The other game that they've announced um, is 3D World on Switch instead okay. of on your 3DS and uh, additional content for that called Bowser's Fury. I'm not going to talk too much about that because 3D World's uh, not a new game. Uh, it's not a game that I've actually spent much time with either. But um, it's it's a it's one of the later Mario games. Uh, it was on the 3DS. It's now on the Switch. Um, and there's an additional content called Bowser's Fury, which no one knows much about. There's just a little video, hmm. ooh, Bowser's ooh. Fury, and no one actually knows what that's about. They've announced two Amiibos uh, to go alongside that 3D World Switch. Um, you're looking like you don't really care about Amiibos. I'm looking like I don't know what they are. Those little figurines that you can tap and it unlocks things in the game. You know, there's loads of them. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, yes. so they've released two more of those. There's a uh, Cat Mario and like Cat Peach. from that Skyrim. It's one. very similar Some to, yeah, ones. Skylanders, but Nintendo's Skyrim. version. Yeah, not Skyrim. Not Skyrim's Skyrim. different. Skyrim's different. Um, they've released a Game & Watch console. So I don't know if you knew that a while back they did the um, mini NES and mini SNES that you can play. Yes, yes. So now they've released a new Mario Bros. Game & Watch. So this was a console that came out way back. Um, and they've they've released it again, basically with with a couple of games on, so you can play classic Mario in color. Oh my god! On this Game and Watch, um, and you can also have it as a clock, which you could with the original Game and Watch. That's cute. I like that. So yeah, it yeah. 
just that. It'll bore me to tears. Yeah, I'm not fussed with that really. But it's cool that they're doing that. They've also released um, some shoes with, with shoes with Puma or Puma, however you want to pronounce that. Puma. Uh, let me try and find a picture of them. Puma, 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 Puma. Uh, and some other clothes as well, shirts and whatnot. You can order them if oh. you want. Yeah, some over some dungarees. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. So you can buy those if you want. Um, there's more content in Animal Crossing to do with Mario. There's more content in Splatoon to do with Mario. It's kind of Mario season. Um, and they've released Mario Monopoly and Mario Jenga. Hey. So I've had an unofficial Mario Monopoly for a while, have, but yeah. it's so bad quality. Like, Is it? Yeah, like <laughs> half the pictures are like really low res. Oh, and no. The, the, the board isn't like thick cardboard. It's really flimsy. It's not great. It's playable, but it's not great. Um, so yeah, they've released an official Mario Monopoly and Jenga. The Jenga, interestingly, has like Bowser on the top of the tower. And then obviously when you put the bricks on top, he goes lower down and then he falls over. It's really interesting now. They've, it's Jenga, it's normal Jenga, need, but with, with to, Bowser on yeah, it. We need to get some of these games because we like playing games. Yeah. And then obviously they had the two Lego kits that we knew about. There was the, the, yes. the Lego Mario where you go around the different levels and stuff like that. But then there was also that um, that TV oh, yeah, that scrolled cool. through. Yeah. So, yeah, lots going on there. Really excited about Mario All-Stars. Um, maybe your sister will get 3D World and I'll be able to check out what this Bowser's Fury is about. Who knows? Uh, and Epic Games. Please oh, tell me you've talked. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, Epic Games. Uh, They're in Fortnite. Well, stuff. yeah. Yeah, they're kicking off. And uh, quite think, rightly. Quite rightly, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I've so, got enough money. I've told, I've told you this before, Apple. Yeah, come on. We've had, we've had this conversation already. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually, because this podcast is on Apple and Google as well as Spotify. So uh, if it's just on Spotify for future, we'll know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Epic Games kicking off. Um, and as you say, for good reason, they've basically had enough of Apple and Google taking 30% of all of their in-app purchase uh, revenue. So if you're a Fortniter, whenever you buy V-Bucks on iOS or Android, Apple and Google are taking 30% of that money. And uh, yeah, Epic Games are like, well, hold on, that's that's our money. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So they purposefully created a way so that you could bypass Apple and Google so that their app got taken down. They knew that would happen. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're basically, I think there's, yeah, there's a lawsuit going on. Uh, they're trying to get that changed. Microsoft... Um, have kind of backed oh, Epic good. Games and said, you know what, this this isn't on. We agree with you. You know, Apple and Google have kind of got the monopoly when it comes to mobile devices. Yeah. Um, and you 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 know you shouldn't be losing that on money that you're earning. Basically, people are yeah. spending that money for Fortnite or whatever else. Yeah, not so. for Apple and Google. But uh, I watched a really interesting video from uh, what's it called? Game Theory. Yes. Yes, Matt Pat, uh, who basically said that. It's not just kind of a one-off thing. So Epic tried to take Google to court uh, last year and they've been kind of um, fighting this fight for a while. It's only just come into the news because Apple have taken their app down. Um, but this is a part of a, a bigger plan. Ooh. So Epic Games have already got um, an Epic Games store, which is rivaling kind of Steam for that PC, PC gaming world. So if you're wanting to buy PC games... Usually, you'd go to Steam. Um, okay, I did not know that. Yeah, but now you can go to Epic Game Store, um, just another kind of game retailer. Okay. They've got, like, game exclusives and things like that. Mm. Um, but this kind of bigger plan is that they want to, and there's already kind of um, 
files and things in the works to get this off the ground, they want to create their own app store. Oh. So instead of buying an iPhone and only using the Apple App Store to buy apps, they want you to also be able to choose an Epic game, well, an Epic App Store. Oh. So there'll be your regular apps on there probably by the time they get going, but also there'll be exclusives and um, they're only going to be taking 17% instead of 30% of the revenue from oh, in-game purchases. So it's not bad. It's still kind of... Uh, it's a bit pot kettle. Yeah, but it's it's giving the... Smart, the little the, guys. Yeah, the little guys a bit more money so they can actually... Because a lot of um, app developers... They'll develop amazing apps and they'll never be able to get them onto the App Store because they can't afford or Epic Apple App Store. Apple need to so. be careful here because that they could do. sway people. If you're a hardcore gamer, that could sway you from buying one of their phones and they're going to end up losing out on a lot more money in the long run yeah. than and 30% of whatever. Apple have really been trying to push their Apple Arcade Store as well, haven't they? With their, their range yeah. of exclusive games. I don't know how that's going to go now. No. It's really interesting. Such a well, I say such a small. They're not small at all. But I'd not heard of Epic Games before Fortnite. If I'm honest, <laughs> it's interesting that such a company has come in and just disrupted the whole, the whole you know scene. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all for the little guys. Yeah. So that's ongoing. We're going to keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll update you listeners on what's going on with that more so uh, when it when it happens. Yeah. Very last thing in gaming, uh, we're going to have a quick chat about what we're playing. Paper Mario. Yeah. We like it. We do. What what do you like about it? I think it's I hilarious. Think it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. It's, um, it's, it's like obviously geared towards children. Yeah, it's a it's a kid's it, Mario it's, game. It's very infantile in its way of speaking. I don't know how like yeah. condescending yeah. in a way if you if like, it was to be speaking to an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a this is what you've got to do next. Yeah, and kind like of a, a game. oh my gosh, this happened. Wow, yeah. wasn't expecting that. And it's yeah. like, really? But actually, like, there's quite a lot of sarcasm. There's a lot of, and, and there's a lot of like, humour that is clearly aimed at the parents of the children who are playing it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. kids, but it would just go over their head. Yeah. And it is, it is really funny. Yeah. Like, it, like yeah. I, I often just watch you play it because I actually get a lot of enjoyment out of watching you do it because yeah. the things that happen are so funny. Yeah, and it looks great as well. It's um, a great concept. Yeah. The amount yeah, of battles yeah. you have to do drives me nuts. That's, that is, yeah. I'd change that. I, I could... If it was just my game, I would get bored of that really quickly. But yeah. like, no, I actually want to just do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the new Mario game, well, old new Mario games yes. will come in. Yeah. So that would be interesting. And um, once we've finished that as well, we've got uh, Luigi's Mansion to try and get through. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. That was on one. sale. They've uh, put it back to normal price now, but that was on sale uh, last week. And I had some of those Nintendo gold coins, whatever you call them. So it only cost me 20 odd quid. For that's a 50 really quid good. game, yeah, that's really very good. happy with that. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. So that's just sitting on my uh, on my home screen, ready to start playing it. I've not even looked at it yet, but uh, I've seen reviews and gameplay and trailers and whatnot, so it looks really good. Is there a two-player game? Yes. Oh, good. There's Luigi, and there's Gooigi. Who's Gooigi? We'll have to find out. Is he like a, a blob? Yeah. Is he a blob? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like a jelly blob? Jelly blob. He looks like Luigi, but he's Gooigi. Can I be Gooigi? Okay. I feel like I identify with the jelly bob at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> so next week we're talking to Laura, who's a uh, music producer in Huddersfield. Uh, actually, one of my mates from uni as well. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting conversation there. And we'll have, as we say, more tech and games info when it comes. Stay tuned next week.